Hey, welcome to Emmaus. If you missed last week's message, want to re-listen, or you're just tuning in, we hope this recording is a blessing to you. As always, you can find out more about Emmaus at peacechurch.cc slash youngadults. Upon a time, um, I was at College Chapel. So at Cornerstone University, there's a chapel. Um, well, technically it was um, at the seminary and much different chapel if you've been to either. But basically one of my professors was speaking. And he was teaching on Ephesians 4, which uh, is what we'll be reading today. And in Ephesians 4, uh, God is basically saying, put off what is behind you and put on what God has given you. So that's what the chapel speaker was talking about. Put off what is behind you, put on what God has given you. And the way that my professor was speaking on it was just very vivid to me. And it stuck with me, the way he was saying it. Um, I remember walking away thinking and asking, what is it that my soul is wearing that God doesn't want for me? What is it that my soul has been wearing that God has freed me from? So I was thinking of the shame I was feeling at the time, the guilt, uh, especially the fear. And I was also thinking, what is it that God wants me to put on? I just loved that vivid imagery of taking off what God has freed me from and putting on what he has paid for me. And I, I was just thinking, actually, I want to, like, I, I actually want to do that. I know it's a metaphor, but it's also a command. So how do we go about that? What does God want me to actually do in response to that? Put off and put on. I believe that he wants me to be confident in who he has made me to be to be assured by his love and to be courageous because I know he is with me. How can I put those things on? Um, I'm pretty open about a particular fear of mine. I have a, like a consistent fear or anxiety of what other people think of me. There's a part of me that's frequently anxious and too concerned with the thoughts of others and I don't think I'm alone in having that anxious side of me. But I remember being a junior in high school and just starting to take my faith seriously, just starting to take the gospel seriously, and I had a confidence about me that I was way too preoccupied on Jesus to care an ounce about what other people thought. I just felt an immense amount of freedom. Um, I remember, like I was literally, I considered myself a Christian for probably like four months, and a talent show came around at the school, and I entered just so that I could then have like five minutes of stage time to tell people about Jesus. Like I didn't have a talent, I just talked to people about Jesus in an audience full of people. And there was like, fear couldn't touch me because I was too concerned looking at Jesus and looking at him and talking about him that I didn't care what other people thought. And at some point along the road, I put back on the fear and I found myself putting back on the shame and putting back on the anxiety, the very things that I knew Jesus freed me from, I found myself wearing again. And I put them back on. Last week we talked about, um, we spent time in Romans 8, and we were reminded that God has adopted us. Just a beautiful idea that we are adopted by God. We are children of God, not just in some general sense, like we're all created by him, but in a relational sense. Like he has 
adopted us as children so that we are in relationship with him so that we can say, I am guaranteed the promises of God. I am secure in the arms of my father. I am who he says that I am. And tonight, I just want to continue with this idea that we are children of God, our whole person, everything about us, because Jesus changes everything. So what does that look like in our lives? We're going to be reading about putting off that old self and putting on the new. So let's open our Bibles uh, to Ephesians 4, 22. Um, Jesus says in his word, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So that's why we go to scripture because it has the truth in it and truth sets us free. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24 says this. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires. And be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So it says, put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Put off, take off, take it off, put it far from you because it's not for you. Put off what? Put off, it says, your old self. The parts of you that is best left in your past rather than your future. The bad habits that you'd like to leave behind. The bad attitudes and ideas that are not good for you. It says they're corrupt and deceitful. The things that you used to think might be good for you but you now know are not good for you. Leave them behind Leave behind the you that Jesus took to the cross and killed. And be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. It says put on, put off, and then put on. Like wear this. There is a new name. There is a new identity, a new you, an entirely new creation. And it says, be renewed. And I just love, if you know, um, like that, um, what is it? Passive voice. Be renewed. It doesn't say renew yourself. It says be renewed. God is renewing you. What you do isn't renew yourself. What you do is accept the renewal. Accept it. You aren't making up a new self, um, which I know is something that um, is like in our common vocabulary of like, I'm making a new, like the new, this is the new me. Um, It's not something that you make. Um, You aren't making up a new self, but you're taking on what God has given you. You're taking on what God says about you. You're taking God seriously when he says something about you. You are wearing the identity that he gives you. You can put off the old you because God has created a new you. Um, so 
let God have his way. Be who God has made you now to be. How do you do that? Amen. Because if you're sincerely asking that question, I think that God will show you how to do that. Um, You're here. We're reading God's word. That's what growing as children of God looks like. That's how the Holy Spirit wants it, is a step at a time, walking closer to Jesus. So what is that next step he wants you to make in order to more and more be who he created you to be? And we should all be asking ourselves that question. I think that as we give ourselves more of ourselves to him, um, until our entire person is in allegiance to him, um, one day we, th- there will be no more room for shame or guilt or fear or depression or anxiety or sin. There'll be no more room on me because I totally, entirely have Christ on me. I've put on Christ. There's no more room for anything else. That's what we long for. That's what we're headed towards. That's what Jesus is walking us and guiding us towards. Put off the old self and continually put on Christ and who he has made you to be, the promises of God, what God says about you, the truth of his word, more and more, becoming more and more like him. So let's talk about that. Um, I have these discussion questions for tonight. What are some unique job titles you've had or seen? Um, A lot of times we identify as what we do, but Jesus wants us to identify based on what he has done. Um, But it's also fun to just think of fun job titles. Um, What does scripture say about us? Give some examples of what God says about who we are in God's word. Um, So share the wealth of knowledge at your table of the scriptures. Uh, Read verses 17 through 21. So we just read verses 22 through 24, uh, but the whole passage is kind of 17 through 24. So read 17 through 21. How does this give context and add to our study? Um, What gives us the right to put on or put off anything? Like what gives us the right and authority to, to do that? What makes us think we have the authority to make those decisions in our lives? What is a way that you will put off or put on in obedience to Jesus in response to the truth of his word? What are some examples um, of, of how you can do that? And it'd be great if you shared uh, something that the Holy Spirit's convicting of you um, right now. Because if we all take one step, that step looks different for all of us because we're all in different places. So um, let's do discussion group for half hour and then we'll come back and sing more songs. Um, I wish I could have both this and this up because I want us to be reading this but I'm going to leave this up and have you guys bring out your Bibles for this. So Ephesians 4.22 have your Bibles open. Uh, We'll come back in a half hour. All right, friends. We're wrapping up. We're going to sing some more praise songs. I just have a few last words. But I shall wait. Um, I hope you guys liked digging into the passage a bit. Um, I definitely love how, uh, and someone at our table made a good point of, not only does reading beforehand help you give a picture of what Paul is saying um, about, uh, like with the alienation of God and 
wanting to not be ignorant of his way and not be stubborn about the ways that he wants us to live. But if you keep reading on into the next verses as well, Paul gives a beautiful picture of what it looks like to live according to God's word. And um, I think it's just really beautiful. But I don't have much else to say. Um, if, if Christ has made us his, if we are adopted by God, he did not do that on accident. And the things that he wants us to put off, the, the, the ways that he wants, the things that he wants us to be free from, those aren't accidental things. Like he's purposefully wanting us to stop doing certain things and start doing other things. He did not go to the cross to make us feel good about who we are. He went to the cross to change who we are. So as we consider how are we to live the way God wants us to live, how are we supposed to be, be renewed, how do we put on the new self, it, it's what we're doing right now by looking at God's word and, and looking at what he says in his word. Put off the old self, the things that Christ took to the cross, and put on the new. Live the life Christ paid for you to live. That's for us to be encouraged with today. Um, that he's not throwing you out in the water uh, to figure it out on your own, but he's giving us each other um, his word, communities of discipleship. Um, there's just I'm just so encouraged uh, for us that, and I know the Holy Spirit is convicting us of whatever that next step is, so I pray that we can have open hearts to listen to that. So let's go to the Lord in prayer and worship him. Father, thank you for uh, your truth, that truth is in Jesus, and uh, God, you point us to him so that we can find him and find truth and be free. So God, I pray that uh, you encourage all of our hearts here right now that um, that's attainable, that that's for us, that you've paid the price for that for us. And God, I just pray for um, each and every one of us, you know where we're all at individually and you want to meet us where we're at and you want to walk with us. So I just pray that as we leave here, we can be encouraged that you walk with us, that you're guiding us. And I pray for open hearts to see how you are moving in each and every one of our hearts, Father. Um, the smallest steps are sometimes the most important. And I just thank you for clarity on what those are. God, so thank you so much. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen.